It is the Dreadlads Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Dorsey, and with me, as always, is my buddy, my friend, and my pal, Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, how are you doing this week? Doing well. Wow, that was a, a long-winded way. I feel like you don't really mean how well you're doing. But thank you, everybody, for joining us this week on the Dreadlands Podcast. We appreciate it. It's another week here in quarantine, and it's starting to like kind of wear on me a little bit, Kevin. I don't know about you. I definitely lost that initial creative burst that I had at the, the beginning of quarantine. That's all gone. And yeah. it, it was like the first nice day here in a little while, and it just got me ready to go back outside, start enjoying people, start enjoying company, start enjoying my time back outside again and doing stuff. And luckily it's going to rain tomorrow, so I'm sure all, all the, my feelings will be shattered. But no, it's just all like it's just blah now. I just it feel this of like blah. Yeah, it rained all day here today. I, I'm in the same boat. I, I've lost all will to really be productive in any sort of way. I've all the things like, you know, I don't know. I just I feel I have a restless feeling, re- sense of restlessness has come upon me. Yeah, that definitely like restlessness. I'm just ready to get back out doing things and kind of normalcy again, which obviously. I don't, who knows when that's going to actually happen? I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, like, everything's opening up by you down in Georgia and shit, right? Have, yeah. like, a bunch of stuff opened, or is that this weekend, or what? Yeah, this week it's been opening up. I haven't... I don't know how it's going, really. I know a bunch of places refused to. Like, a lot of restaurants did. Yeah. But, um, yeah, stuff's opening back. I know some someone... People are getting their nails done and all kinds of stuff. Right. And then, I guess, what, your state... Because it's a, you know, you've got Atlanta and then so big pockets of people in like urban areas, so people like close together and everything. So I feel like your area is just going to be the guinea pig to see how everything works for stuff being opened back up again. Because if like in a month, all these cases yeah. just take a spike in Georgia, then we'll know, like, yeah, well, maybe we need some more time. But people start going back out there and shit. That's what I was just actually we were talking about at dinner. Well, it's like what we talk about every night. But like I um it is gonna <laughs> these next few weeks are definitely gonna be super interesting because that's definitely gonna be the like I feel like it's gonna tell us one way or the other. Like I am hoping that, you know, my like my like uh positive, hopeful, wishful thinking is that, you know, two weeks will go by and everything will be just be like completely fine. I'm gonna be like, Yeah. But I have a feeling that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I don't so, I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, being positive, try to keep a positive mind about everything. Hopefully that'll happen, but we really don't know. And I mean, people down there are still testing positive on a daily basis. Yeah. The county I I live in, although granted, I live where I'm staying is in Fulton County. It's the largest county in Georgia, but it's got, it has like 2000, 2000 cases. Okay. Is that a like the most obviously in the state, I would assume. Yeah, it so, also it's definitely the largest county by far, apparently. But still, it's a lot of people. I feel like right. And you're living down there with some of your family and everything. Are any of them all about everything reopening? Are they back out getting their nails done, getting their hair done, doing anything? Or are they more on your page where they're like, "All right, let's just kind of hunker down and see what happens before we actually." 
become part of these people that are going back outside and doing stuff all the time. Yeah, all of my pretty much all of my family in Georgia is on the in the like uh, wait and see boat. I've got some extended family that doesn't like is conspiracy and doesn't believe that any of this is bad at all or whatever. So everybody's like, got everybody's got one. They're like in a completely different section, you know, whatever. But right. yeah, for for the most part, everyone here is just in that like we're gonna like take it. We're gonna just stay the same for the next couple of weeks and see what yeah, see what not kind of where the dust settles. Yeah, right. Because I still like. There's people that are asymptomatic to it, and people walking around that don't know they have it. And people are going back out. We don't just don't have enough tests for oh everybody. I don't Did... really. I don't see how it's just going to get better by letting people go back to a... trying to live a normal life. That's what I mean. Like we have a family member that has to be quarantined because their co coworker tested positive. Like we just found this out today, and so mm-hmm. we're like googling and stuff how to get a test. Like actually. And, like, most of the stuff, even online, it's just, like, stay home even if you have, like, symptoms. There's, like, no guarantee you can even get a test if you're symptomed up. So it's, like, first of all, I don't know. I was watching a documentary earlier today. This is actually going to be my recommendation. I'll just – I'll touch on it now. But I was watching a documentary about pandemics. And this has – this took neither side of what the split seems to be happening right now. Because right now it seems like now there's whole factions of people that think it's fake and – and then there's also right. people on the complete opposite who thinks we're all going to die. But, right. Yeah. But uh, this documentary was made a couple of years ago before any of this, you know, I think it was last year, but it was before COVID, all that stuff. And it was just very, well, I'll get into it later, but it was just very fascinating seeing what they were talking about in terms of pandemics and things. Uh, and how ridiculous people are going to be acting and stuff like that. Well, it just kind of hit it on the head. Like we, we acted exactly how we have in the past or like how they thought we would, you know, it's crazy. Right. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, I guess that's why we have the sociologists and all different types of people to study people to understand how we operate in certain situations, like as a group, not as individuals, but you know, just kind of the masses kind of react and everything like that. Um, I Did probably you... won't be watching this documentary. It's but... only like 20 minutes long. It's actually pretty oh, good. Really? It's more that's of like actually... an, yeah, it's not, it's like a it was like a docu series. So they did like they hit on like several different topics, and one of them was like pandemics. So it was only uh, like twenty gotcha. minutes long. I watched it on okay. my lunch break today. That's a little bit more digestible. Yeah, one of the just... you, you want to know one of the ways how SARS spread around. This guy was I, I, having, yes, please. This guy know. was having horrible diarrhea in his house in China, uh-huh. and uh-huh. he flushed the toilet, and it, it was in the sewage system going down like the apartment building, and uh-huh. somehow the, in I'm the sewage. I'm not gonna like how this story. Is. It got in the AC vents and then like spread throughout the whole apartment building, so oh then the whole God. whole apartment building was infected. That's horrifying, yeah, and something horrifying. that sounds like it would happen in a movie or something. I know, that's how that's I feel crazy. right now. Like this is one of the anyway. I won't go too deep into this. Very but... boring movie. A very boring, same everyday movie that yeah. I'm just getting tired of. Um, yeah, um, I'm starting to really just deep dive on a lot of different things I'm watching. I'm just scrolling through and selecting anything that's on Hulu or Netflix and just watching anything at this point because I don't really know what else to do and I've run out of stuff to watch. Um, I guess there's a couple series I could start. I still haven't started uh, Ozark, which everybody says is good. 
I um I watched the first episode of Ozark a long time ago. <laughs> I never watched the rest, but what a ringing it, endorsement! It was good. It like... was a good episode. That's for sure. <laughs> so I much so that you only watched that episode and never I just, revisited the series. I used to be so excited to watch shows, like like when it, when a new good show came out, like maybe like six to seven years ago. I would say when someone told me about like a like a show that was awesome, I used to be so excited. Now there's like. When someone tells me about a good new show, I'm like, probably not gonna watch that. Like, I already yeah. had anxiety just because it's like I don't have enough time to watch. Now the especially shows watch. that are already like down the road a few seasons, and it's oh, just yeah. a really daunting thought to start oh. in on it. And like, now the shows are an hour long with no commercials. Right, I know because every yeah half of what we watch is on Netflix and stuff, so there's no commercials. It's all raw. Yeah, this is a solid hour. Content. Yeah. Um, I actually just gave my mom my Netflix password, so she's nice. experiencing Netflix for the first time. She seems to be loving it already. Nice, yeah. Yeah, so I hope that that works out. I had to create a little extra, another profile another for profile. because yeah. she started watching. And she started watching, like, she really wanted to watch Tiger King. Oh, she just okay. heard all about it, really wanted to watch What'd it. What you think? Uh, she's a few episodes in, but really likes it. And she was just talking about how Netflix is just more raw than other normal TV because it's more in the lines of HBO. They can do whatever they want. So, and just having all that kind of programming at our fingertips now is, is just a whole new world. It's been opened up for, but I had to make sure, because I know she's going to be watching some stuff that is not, this is going to screw up with my algorithm. Oh yeah. You got to do the separate. No, we got, we got to have separate profiles. Separate profile. Yeah. Well, sure. Another thing is too, is like, is, the intern and I had no, we didn't have like actual cable. We haven't had it for years and years. we've been doing the streaming for a long time. Most people I feel like are able to do that now. Oh, yeah. But um, I recently DVR'd Rocky 3 because I really wanted to watch it but didn't want to yeah. pay 15 bucks or whatever. And um, because it's DVR'd, you can skip through the commercials. But I was watching it today and, you know, they put on like, 10 minutes of the episode or whatever the show or the movie and then play six i, I like timed it for the fast forward <laughs> six minutes of commercial i was like yeah. oh god how does anyone that's, do this that's like, what like six minute long ads or a couple of them are 30 second long ads or something like that it was just a bunch yeah a bunch of different ads and it would total up to like six minutes each one i was like this is insane yeah i know because I, I got Hulu with ads, and that was coming yeah. off of just strictly being on Netflix. And then I thought that the ads were really bad because it's like 60 seconds of an ad or something in between. Yeah. And I, I just become so spoiled. I don't even think about that anymore. I don't think I could watch regular network TV anymore, yes. really, because of all the commercials and shit. And like, I get oh, distracted. Man real easily like when i used to have cable i was one of those types of people i'd be like watching something and be into it then it goes to commercial so then obviously i changed to another channel to watch something that's not on commercial and then i totally forgot about what i was watching Uh, and then don't even like go back i had a really bad issue with that we Uh, have uh fixed because i don't have regular cable we have a friend whose family was expert level with the, like, sw- like watching two shows at one time. Oh yeah, and I remember we two go- shows at one time. Oh, so they would be flipping back, flipping back like, and forth, so, like commercial, still commercial. Keeping up with like it. there'd be the main wow. show you're watching, 
Right. And it was a Peterson's. I learned this. And it says, oh, you, have, nice. you have the main show you're watching, but then you have like the side show. So like you're really paying more attention to flip back to watch the main show. But you know, you yeah. got that handy. And that's where I really... Right. Uh, but, a lot of when I would do that, uh, I'd be watching a show, then I'll flip over to like a baseball game. Oh, right. Or something. Then I just get wrapped up. Or like a, a repeat of some sitcom yeah like fresh prince of bel-air episode then i just get wrapped up into that and then i forget what i was watching and i don't need to go back yeah so. i wasn't a good flipper i usually just leave it on whatever yeah pull my phone out um talking about our viewing habits and everything you just watched didn't you watch a scary movie the other night what was it called dark skies and it was good i'm not familiar with dark skies but it was a really good scary movie but you watched it by yourself it was scary as well. Rachel and I, uh, we watched it. We had like a, like we watched it at the same oh, time. But obviously... music. Oh yeah, is that Felicity? Yeah, it's Felicity. I'm Carrie sure. Russell. Carrie Russell. She was Felicity. I don't right? think that's. I don't think so. Dude. That's a hundred percent Felicity. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, anyway, so I had my life on it. But that's Felicity. We uh, <laughs> we were watching it at the same time. You know, but like we're in different places, physical locations. Right. So you guys were just having uh, a Zoom date, as it were, watching a movie. Oh, yeah, it is Felicity. Yeah. Um, I know. It was I forgot about that show. I wouldn't mind watching that show, to be honest. It's a really underrated name. I'm not, I'm surprised that there's, I haven't seen more Felicities walking around, um, like just met in life, because I feel like. That's the type of name that people would copy. I mean, we had people naming their daughters after Khaleesi and Game of Thrones. Dude, there's and people named their kids like that. That that's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. How much of a bummer? I'm surprised there's nobody that's named their kid like Felicity. I've never met a Felicity. I've never even heard of it. Felicity Jones. Who's Felicity Jones? I think think that's the name of the actress I'm thinking of. Yeah, Felicity Jones. Who's that? What is she in? Rogue, Rogue One, dude. Oh, that's that chick's name? Did not know that. Yeah. Learning something new every day. Um, she sounds British. Also, shout out. British. Yeah, she's British. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely British. Uh, shout out to the uh, producer slash person on the Scrubs podcast, the uh, wait, wait. Zach Brasha. Why are you shouting? Wait, we have to finish the Dark Skies conversation, though. No, well, I'm, I'm shouting you out because out Scrubs she... People. Because apparently Donald Faison is a massive, huge Star Wars fan, and he like Donald Faison, one of the stars of Scrubs, and he was also in yeah. Clueless. Clueless. Um, remember oh, the Titans. In, remember the Titans. Yeah, that guy, Donald Faison. Petey. <laughs> Donald Faison's awesome, but anyway, he uh, is massive, and they were talking about their favorite movie, and the producer said that Rogue One was her, which is my favorite Star Wars film out Rogue of all of them as well. Yeah. So anyway, that was cool. But anyway, Dark Skies was super scary. It's definitely not a movie you want to watch by yourself, but it is a good horror movie because uh, there's a lot of bad horror movies out there, like a ton. Yeah. And this is a this is a good like. scary movie. Yeah, I like um, really good scary movies or scary movies so bad that it's kind of yeah. funny. I don't like scary movies that really try to be a well done scary movie, but then it's just not, and that's always yeah. disappointing. You have to be on one level of this spectrum. But I, I don't think I don't know how you were watching the scary movie. 
dark skies in your haunted house by yourself when you knew you were going to have to be in this dark, probably haunted house from all of the records and all the uh, the uh, feedback that we can get. That you're living in a, in a haunted house and you're watching a scary movie by yourself. Doesn't sound like the smartest move. I woke up like several times throughout the night. My cousin actually has a new had a new theory on this house haunting because we've pretty really? much we need to get your cousin on here. Yeah. Soon soon to be guest. My um the, the haunting seems to take place on one side of the house only. And right, and, I think you mentioned that last week. Yeah, yeah. So when and I also mentioned that the house burned down, which is where we think that the spirit person may have burned to death in the house. Right. House. There was somebody secretly living in the house, probably in the, walls, in the crawl yeah. space and the walls or something like that that burned down with the house, right? So my cousin was saying how the I walked through the house shortly after it caught on fire. There was a massive hole in the living room where had like the floor and TV had fallen through because you know the house had was all burnt up and whatever. Right, as burnt houses do. Yes. And uh, hold on, but anyway, they were he was are saying. You, are you pulling up his text message to make sure you're getting it word for word? Right. Yeah, I am. We need to make sure. I don't need any of your kind of fluffing up the story we need the real hard facts right from your cousin that's why i wanted them on this week but. oh he was saying okay this was his theory maybe the sounds you're hearing are echoes from the house burning down the tv in the upstairs area crashed through the floor down to the basement there was a huge hole in the living room floor so maybe the haunting is repeating itself and that's why we because we hear bangs right. me and my other cousin can agree that we hear just loud crashes for no reason and when you go and investigate there's nothing happening and it's not how settling this that it sounds like something is like one like the one sounded like someone threw something on the floor like plastic and <laughs> like a like if you had like a plastic I don't, I don't know like a like a like a phone case or something it sounded like someone slammed it on the floor like stuff wow. where you would go and you'd go in there and it'd be something so, laying around so his theory is that it's not a person that's haunting this burned down house but the house itself the old house is haunting the new house well it could be part Basically, of it or is, is, what, is this what this theory proposes it may it may i'm not really sure we'll have to dive once he comes on the pod we'll get his full theory on it no we'll, we'll get him on and we'll get um maybe somebody who's in tune with spirits we could get chris chris jacobs who, who was that guy who uh used to talk is that fake bullshit but he used to talk to people's like dead relatives and everything chris evans chris oh um chris angel chris no it wasn't chris angel i don't know uh, let's take a break and things i am in some ways but i'm not in one way i don't know how you feel about that i've uh, i've started to just keep my laptop lid closed and join it and just and listen and talk and it just displays my name 
Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that guy's name was John Edwards, by the way. I forgot that we ended. Oh, yeah. The, we ended the last thing, trying to look up the guy. Not John Edwards, the senator who knocked up a mistress and tried to pay for somebody to kill that mistress. No, uh, John <laughs> Edwards crossing over with John Edwards, that guy who used to claim that he could talk to people's dead relatives and stuff like that. And it, it's a it's a whole it's a whole grift. But um <laughs> that's an interesting spiral like decision making to get to where you, you feel you're so in deep that you think you've got like the Hail Mary of I'll just pay someone to have the person killed. Like that that never Oh I feel like that yeah, never goes I, well. I, yeah. I, I don't know if that was exactly the story. I just remember there was something that happened that was weird. I probably shouldn't just be it was something where this guy this guy was like running for president at one time. It has nothing to do with anything. It was the wrong John Edwards. Anyway, but <laughs> I'm I like the Zoom. I, I really do appreciate the Zoom when I'm on Zoom talking to friends and family. It's yeah. uh kind of tether or lifeline to normalcy, even though it's not normal at all. But it while we're having these conversations and talking to everybody, it does you do kind of forget about the whole quarantine and, and can get lost into actually talking to people. We have so little, you know, one-on-one conversations. I mean, I, I have roommates and stuff, which helps, but not everybody's in the same case. But for work, it's kind of getting annoying a little bit. I'm having a ton of Zoom meetings and yeah, like I feel that. like and I feel like there's I always more have to make now. sure I look okay. <laughs> yeah, because most days I'm not I'm not looking presentable even enough for a camera. Even even from only the shoulders up, I I I've been letting it loose. So it's yeah, been kind of annoying. It's been tough. It's been yeah. I, and I feel like people are doing more meetings than normal just because it's like I don't know the novelty's worn off. Is what well, I yeah. I mean, there's still still the need for it and the reasons for it. But there are a couple people that are having a lot harder time with it than what we were. Um, Kevin, you were talking about. A California official who just lost their job over something they did over a Zoom meeting. I didn't. I didn't see the story. Asked to to resign um, in California. They were having a uh, uh, Zoom meeting, and because it's uh, I guess city official, or whatever, it's recorded so it can be made public because that's all public stuff or whatever. Right. And in the video, the dude like right. In, I watched the video a couple times. Right. Um, Oh, I watched it a couple times. Apparently, he was drinking in the video too. I don't know if I saw a shortened version. So wait, this was like a kind of like a city council meeting yeah. or something that was happening. Yeah, and I, so that was made access to the public because all city council meetings should yeah, be made for the public. So this guy was just getting the city, slammed. The city. Well, I don't know if he's getting slammed. I, like I said, I didn't even see him drinking in there. But apparently, I must have seen a shorter version. But it says, uh, the city's planning commission met to discuss a local Costco project and the issue of physical distancing, among other topics. And, like, right in the beginning, you hear, like, a loud meow. And then uh-huh. you see him, like, you see the cat pop up. And he's like, oh, and I want to introduce you to my cat. And he, like, holds the cat, like, like in front of the camera. Uh-huh. And then, but then he just tosses it over to the side. And he can uh-huh. hear, like, like, but he, like, tosses it. And... Like it's a, out of can't frame, so you don't know if there's like a like a like a was, was a it an aggressive or, toss or he just tossed seemed, it? It seemed like he was trying to be funny or something or or like uh-huh. cute or something right. for the camera, but it came across as douchey and obviously don't yeah. throw a cat. I, I mean, mean, but like 
If there's any I animal mean, you can throw, yeah, probably a cat. Yeah. Well, they do always land on their feet. Yeah. And I mean, I've seen my cats like fall off of shit all the time. Like they, they do good. It was but just unnecessary to throw the cat. Super unnecessary. Nothing you need to be doing over a public Zoom call. Uh, if yeah. the the documentary on Netflix taught us anything, don't fuck with cats. That was specifically the name of the documentary where these people track down this guy who basically was killing cats and everything and it pissed off people so much that they found him and tracked him down when he was a that was a a great documentary uh, series like traveling all over the world and everything it was a really good series but this guy can't be abusing animals or, or make any sort of kind of even anything that could be misinterpreted yeah as the cat was all cute too or anything. but like of course it was cats i must have seen a shortened version I'm, you know because, i'm a cat guy myself yeah I, lo- I love cats i would definitely have a cat but um i must have seen a shortened version of the video because this article says that um his i don't know how, platzer i guess his name is but he says he can be seen drinking what appears to be a bottle of beer after the meeting ends and everyone else has left the call he can be heard saying i'm going to call bullshit on you little bitch to the cat I guess I didn't see. I, didn't <laughs> I don't see even. That I don't. I don't understand how. How he was probably wasted on a cat. He's probably wasted. He's probably I over don't know. There. That sounds like more than drinking. just drinking like a few Bud Lights or whatever. He's polishing back over there. That doesn't sound. That sounds he, like he just did a case race. If he's just drinking a beer, he's drank like he, thirty of them to be that type of drunk. You gotta watch the video. You can go. I think. I think he was like trying to be funny. Like he seems like one of those. Like he's just not a very. He doesn't seem like a cool person. That he doesn't seem like someone I'd want to hang out with. But anyway, the way he like, he's like, "This is my cat," and then he just like tosses it over. He's like, dude, why? Like that's not even like comedic. That's just like unnecessary. Yeah. It's like you don't know everybody in this Zoom call that well either. I would imagine, even if they're all on the city council, like people are gonna be offended by you just. <laughs> haphazardly just, throwing a cat on camera. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have such a different relationship with my pets because I like love my dogs mo- more than most people so I just wouldn't be like tossing I guess I mean I've thrown the dog on the bed like in a playful way like right I mean but not no, like every, everybody knows the limits everybody knows what abuse is I never actually saw this video so I can't accurately speak to it but I do know that I wouldn't be tossing a cat when I'm a elected official on a public call with other people. Like that's just that's super unprofessional anyway. That that's something that would make me at least yeah. at the minimum be like I don't want to vote for this person to be in city council or like, that's what I'm talking about. People are getting too loosey goosey with these Zoom calls because it's like everyone's got the understanding I seem that like I feel like, you know, no one's getting dressed up for them. But now people are taking it way too far in the other direction. People are like, also, I did see the one video. Did you see that of the person who had like a Starbucks cup, like a, a mug? And they cut off a tea bag and taped it to the inside. So it looked like there's a tea bag dangling out the side. And then they poured a bunch of wine into the mug. Oh, so no. It looked, like <laughs> it looked like they're drinking a cup of tea. But it was like a mug of wine. That's a smooth move. I mean... It's yeah, an alcoholic that's, move. It's yeah, super that's, unnecessary. That's not. Where are you <laughs> that you have to pass that off? As? <laughs> Especially now. Like, that seems super unnecessary to me yeah. personally. 
But um, some this other student is having kind of the same issue, not the same issue, but a very embarrassing issue. Uh, one student, her name is Faith, had been taking online lectures on Zoom, and she was messaging one of her friends during the class and thought that those messages were private. And apparently some of the messages might be private or something like that. But the teacher, I, I, I'm not totally sure, but the teacher saw all of these messages and then responded to the student being like, look, I get that my class might not be everything that you want to be like looking at or whatever, but I would appreciate you not sending message messages like I'm a boozy ass bitch or I'm a ratchet ass freak <laughs> bitch during my <laughs> during oh my gosh during my <laughs> Zoom lectures and she was just obviously mortified had no idea that the professor could see any of her messages so that's just a heads oh. up to everybody out there that even if it says I private messages. This- Oh, it, the, yeah, because it does admin, say private. Right, but apparently the admin can see some of the messages. Now, oh. Zoom actually has kind of a weird policy on all of this because they say that the messages are private and then some of them aren't. And I, I think it's just kind of a flaw in the system that they haven't actually smoothed over yet. Now well, that, yeah, because they probably weren't expecting a bunch of people to actually use the chat. Like, we yeah, use the chat especially in Zoom like meetings, a, but... Yeah, but just to like send something or yeah, not not, not to like just having a it. serious conversation like you need a twenty-year-old student would be doing. Right, exactly. Especially the type of shit that she was talking about. So that's just a heads up to everybody out there that you probably don't want to be using the private messages if you're on a work call or on a class call because the moderator. The person running it could probably see it. Just, just yeah, that person up. sounds like a dumbass. Yeah, she she probably was. I mean, she's a college student. Most college students are are dumbasses. Um, That's true. So yeah, so not everybody's loving the Zoom stuff as much anymore. And that's Zoom news. I guess we just did a little segment. Zoom news. Um, Zoom news, baby. We like to keep the people informed here with everything going on, all the news items, obviously, and. There's not a lot of news going on other than anything to do with coronavirus shit or Zoom shit. But there are a few. There are a few stories. Um, And we'll hit those right now. The first story I wanted to talk about is something that we've talked about on this podcast before uh, months and months ago when when Tom DeLonge, the guitarist of Blink-182, the former guitarist of Blink-182, came out with... Well, he started basically this whole company to research alien life forms and aliens' existence and UFOs and all that stuff and had some NASA people working with them and some really actually respected, I would say, scientists uh, working under him for this company. And they came out with or released a video. God, this was like a few months ago, almost like six, seven months ago. I forget when this was. I think it was longer than that. It might have been a year ago. I think it was like a year ago, yeah. I think it was, yeah. It was of UFOs being tracked by our own either Air Force or Navy um, jet fighters and everything. And they're watching these different, basically like there's this one that's like an orb type 
ship that's traveling and it's turning on an axis a little bit and going really fast. And then there's this other one that's going really fast. They have no idea what it was. The the pilots in the video were saying like, oh, what is that? I've yeah, never they seen were anything like excited. Like blah, 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 this or that. And it kind of... It was a really good video, but you still couldn't kind of believe it because it's still coming from one of these just weird companies that are studying UFO life not forms, mention, which I'm not taking seriously off the bat anyway. Well, not to but mention what, Tom DeLonge sounds like a crazy – like now – like he sounds – I've listened to him in a couple of interviews. Like one of the first – he was on a podcast. This must have been like three years ago now, and I was really excited that he was – because I was – you know, it was one of my favorite bands growing up. I was all excited for him to talk, and he spent like three hours talking about this company. And Aliens, it sounded like yeah, a lunatic, right? So right. Like, but then he oh, said, okay. released that video, and then this week, the Pentagon officially declassified those videos uh, and confirmed that they are real videos. They don't believe that it poses any harm to national security or whatever. But they just basically declassified the videos, proving that there are UFOs. Flying around that we don't know about. Now I've seen a lot of you know, a lot of people kind of countering that, saying that it is it could be just experimental technology that different governments might be using, utilizing that the United States might be utilizing that they didn't want to get out. But some of the stuff that these ships are doing, like the one that was like flying normally, then it kind of is keep. It's going straight, but it's turning on its axis in like a perfect, like kind of circular motion. It's not any technology that we have that we know about, and it. it I think there's aliens, man. Yeah, I don't know what to make I of this video because here. I don't know what to make of it because just the fact that it was released to me, like or like officially talked, you know, from the government makes me think that it's not a big deal for some reason if they're allowing it to be out there. But then at the same time, like, right. I don't a lot know of people said that they're releasing it now because it's a, it's a distraction, distraction from everything from or whatever. I'm like, well, that's not a really good distraction. You know, it's like, they, distraction. it's a really distraction. If they wanted to make a distraction for people from something going on, they'd just tell them to stay in their houses. Cause there's a pandemic going on. Yeah, right. But, <laughs> like it is really interesting though, but I, I, I'm not really necessarily scared of aliens or anything on Earth because I feel like aliens that would come that have interplanetary travel technology, they, they have nothing that they would learn from us. That it, at most they would the, kill us the, all and use like natural resources. Yeah, that's the scary part. Is that one, if they could travel to this planet, they're way ahead of us. So that sucks. <laughs> yeah. We can't even get to the with. moon, dude. Yeah. <laughs> They're so far beyond us. And two, so it's like they you'd have to hope that they just wanted to come study us and only like experiment on a few people. Right. And and like the other side is they just want to like take our resources or they just want to enslave us for like labor or whatever. Yeah. Possibly. Um but maybe you know they they did help the Egyptians build the pyramids. Maybe they have abducted people and dropped them into cornfields i don't know but it's all on the table now and it's really interesting these videos if, if you the, haven't seen the videos sky? look them up they will definitely get you thinking a little bit that dark the, skies movie is about aliens oh is it yeah i didn't know that i don't know if that's a spoiler or not it uh, sounds like it might be a spoiler if you think <laughs> that it's a spoiler 
to a scary movie. I can't remember is. when it's they spoiler. unveiled it. It's, it's I think probably I think, like the no, last. No, I think that's known. Years. I think it's known. I didn't know. I didn't know it until you just told it's me. It's about extraterrestrials. Well, yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, aliens exist. That's in the news. Another interesting news story that I saw: a man in Canada decided to bet his friend five hundred thousand dollars over a best out of three rock paper scissors game. And he lost, and his friend was trying to collect the money off of this bet, so much so that it went to court, and the court actually struck it down because they said that it wasn't really, like, they can't, you can't really have bets like that in Canada, where it's all strictly based off of chance, like person to person. There has to be, like, skill or something involved. There's but, skill in rock, paper, scissors. This is there's no crap. skill in rock, paper, scissors. Yes, there is, dude. What, what is the skill? You have to what, anticipate what, the, what the other person is doing. That's called luck. No, it's not luck. <laughs> it's not luck. Yeah. I mean, you have to until you have no idea what the you other have person to is. out think it's like poker. No, it's not. It no, is like not. poker, dude. It's it's a, poker is a game of chance. It is a game of chance, but it's like a controlled chance. You've got to you read other people. You've you got to read, you to read them. How, how are you supposed to read somebody what they're going to throw out for because rock, paper, if, scissors? Because if they throw out rock, then all you of a sudden you can read like, somebody's face if they have a bad poker hand. You can read. You can read face someone's them. rock. Anyway, all I'm saying is that you I can't disagree. read. You don't know I, the difference on somebody's dis- face between if they're going to dis- rock, paper, or scissors. That's I impossible. so disagree with Canada. That guy should have paid up. They should have owed all that money. If you make a five hundred thousand dollar bet, you know what you're getting into, all right? Well, I just call more into question the idea that place a $500,000 bet on a game of rock, paper, scissors. Unless you're, unless these people are millionaires, like, or yeah. billionaires, where, like, billionaires. this money, like, doesn't matter at all. I don't really understand why you would be making a bet like that, but um, that was also in the news. It was just a just an interesting news story. And the last interesting news story that I saw, you know, non-COVID related, is um, this dude, Richard Muzik, was arrested wearing a gorilla costume uh where he this was in tennessee he went to the backyard of this uh tennessee home where there was a six-year-old girl and like a the, her dad or something and they just see this man in a gorilla costume walk into their backyard they scream at him and then he runs off and then got arrested for trespassing and i i just found the whole and that's like pretty much all of the news story and i just found it confounding and I'm That's grasping for anything as far as the news stories non-COVID related are out there. But it doesn't, I just, I, I think it's a little too hot to be wearing a full gorilla suit costume this time of year. That, it sounds super expensive too. I don't know how much gorilla costumes cost, but they can't be cheap. A good gorilla, a good gorilla costume is going to ruin you some coin. Yeah. Like it, probably four figures close to if I you had want that, that real hair look, that real four figure. Hair yeah, I agree. Hair. Yeah, that bear costume I had, that bear slash monkey costume I had for Halloween that I've worn for like five Halloweens, that was expensive, and that is a terrible costume. Oh so yeah, like, I wore that once. Did you? Too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That's a great costume for, for great Halloween costume. as well. Yeah, it was a great costume. Um, I don't know how much that cost. It was probably too much. I think it, it was like one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my god! You probably bought that right around Halloween, though, didn't you? Probably, had, like, but it's also like a full body back, suit. But... Yeah, yeah any, but that's what I mean. Like a full body suit costs is running some money. 
<laughs> yeah, it's definitely what needs some money. And that's the news roundup of Booking Threat Labs. All things somebody's post on my Instagram story and it was talking about how we need to reform the way we do nachos. We need to have larger plates of nachos, spread the chips out on it as an even surface over all that plate and then cover all the chips so every chip has a good amount of toppings on each chip. None of these towers of chips that are stacked so high where all the there's like a certain pocket where all the good chips are and then all the dry chips are on the bottom and then all the top are all soggy and everything soggy and, yeah yeah in baltimore there's this one restaurant that does these nachos that come it's kind of like a in a tin can type thing but the t- like a, they set the plate with this big tin can type thing and you take it off and all the nacho stuffs pour out. But then Whoa. it gets all over the place. It looks dank, but it's super all over the place. And it's still the layering problem. The layering problem. So, doing... yeah, like, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think we need a push to redo how we do nachos as a society. I felt so strongly about that. One of the things that I thought was super crazy, when I first started dating my now wife, uh, she came over to my house that I was living in at the time and she was making nachos and we bonded over our love for nachos because like I'm my DNA at this point is chips and nachos but um and truly and truly but she was making she like laid out a bunch of Tostito scoops like individual Uh like side by side and she individually put like cheese like she was my first foray into like surface area and I was annoyed because it took forever but the end result was amazing it's worth the patience and it made total it makes total sense i will say though that like first couple nachos that are stacked and they have like all the toppings on them are amazing right but 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 then once you get to the bottom yeah and then if you're getting nachos with a bunch of different people there's one person that's always like scoping out the really good nachos with all the stuff on them oh yeah and that person just should just be barred from going to restaurants anymore anyway that's why you can't share now i like getting my own thing of nachos and you gotta you know you get the fork involved sometimes i'm I'm saying most people when they get nachos out of the restaurant tends to be a communal thing oh my god it's not somebody's just getting their meal as a nacho uh i made salsa actually earlier this week fresh homemade salsa is delicious um but I, i i don't know why we haven't been doing that why we don't get the more just end of individualized chips with nachos i think it's like a laziness and just like a thing that we've just always done and we've just we just assumed that that's acceptable but i think we can be doing better as a country we could do much better but i'm I'm glad there's something appealing about a giant stacked up thing of nachos it's visually appealing but it's not practical in in eating nachos it's not as satisfying one thing i did switch to is when i make nachos at home now I'll preheat the oven and, and pop those bad boys into the oven because a lot of people go for the microwave 
Takes a little bit longer in the oven, but they taste. Who that... does it in the microwave? A lot of people, dude. A lot of I, people. I, I'm totally against that idea. It's always the oven. It's the oven, oven, yeah. oven. You got it through the oven. I've never heard of anybody making nachos oh, in the microwave. I have. And I, now, did you used to do this? No. Did no. your wife turn you off of it? Rachel and I didn't even, you remember, we didn't even own a microwave. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's right. But I learned I, these seeing how people use the microwave when I'm in a stat like people's homes who have microwaves. So I, I don't think I'll own. Right. Them. I, I'm gonna go back to like I, I see it as more of a um, not even a luxury but like a convenient convenient well, things. But I'm well, not gonna I'm gonna go back to not buy everything tastes better. Well, now the air fryer is a game changer. Well, too. yeah, I I put everything in the air fryer yeah. for the most part. But you still need I still like the microwave for my liquids and. Things like that. Your liquids? Yeah. Like if I'm heating up, if I'm reheating some coffee up. Oh, see, I, I, I don't do that. Microwave you can put it in I'm, a pot on the stove. Or it's soup. I mean, Also yeah, a pot, a pot on, the on the stove. Yeah, it's just creating more more dishes to do, more mess. To Whatever, do. dude. All I know is and stuff like that. Like I made, I made this uh, chickpea potato stew basically last night, and then I wanted to have it before we ate. I, could, I couldn't really do that in a... In a in an air fryer or a toaster oven or a regular oven, you put it in like a sauce microwave pan. is the best place. Yeah, sauce pan. Yeah, that's just that's a whole to do. That's a whole to do just to like it definitely creates. Yeah, because it only takes like fucking like a minute in the microwave where I have to just a minute to get the saucepan to heat I will up say, and put the stuff in and make sure I'm mixing and then I got to clean that whole pan. Yeah, it's curbed me from eating things sometimes because I didn't feel like going through the thing. But anything in the oven. Or air fryer now, because it's a different thing. It tastes 100% better than the microwave. Oh, yeah. Pizza. I don't know how I was reheating pizza without oh. an air fryer my entire life. It's like a it, new... It, 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 it's the perfect It's way. fresh again. It is like yeah. you just got it. Oh, it's a little it's bit the better. Same with, yeah, same with like leftover fries. Leftover fries now have a meaning. They're not just to be tossed out anymore. No. I can put them in the air fryer, and it crisps those bad boys back up. Even when you get something, um, like a lot of people are doing now, ordering... Uh, to-go food, takeout food from like Uber Eats and stuff like that. And it's impossible that your fries will be good if you're oh, getting yeah. carry-out that's oh, being no. delivered here. They're, they're always soggy. They're always a mess. Limp. You can just pop those boys in the air fryer for like two minutes and boom. It's got the crispiness back. It's got the life back. They're it, rejuvenated. It, it's, it's everything. I don't yeah. even... One thing my grandmother has for her air fryer, which I don't have, but I will be getting, and I don't know if you have this, because apparently a lot of people do. I just didn't know about it. It's a little spray bottle, and you put oil in there, like olive oil. And oh yeah, man. Oh, you I, have that? Well, I've been just using Pam. Oh, be yeah, a Pam. Okay, yeah, same thing. It really adds an additional layer of of that air crispness. Uh, to yeah, it. nice. It is. I I do need to get a little spray bottle like that. I tried it with one of the spray bottles I had, but it wasn't the good type of spray bottle. So it just sprayed a stream of oil <laughs> as opposed to like a misting of oil. Yeah, the mist. You need a mist. Yeah, which I didn't really realize until I filled up the bottle. With oil, like a single like shot. It was just a fucking like a sharp like water bottle shot, um, which isn't good. But, you know, we love food things here, obviously, as we're talking about. But Kevin had an interesting topic because oh. he brought up this food drink, Fruitopia. Yeah, fruit, I think it was. Fruitopia. I literally had not thought about that for probably 17 years until you showed a picture of it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I used to love Fruitopia. That used to be my jam. Did you like Fruitopia? I thought Fruitopia was terrible. 
Actually, I don't really remember. Yeah. I really don't remember. I have a fond memory of it, but it's just something of me remembering about the past that I think that I'm... I mean, it was just, like, fucking fruit juice. Like, just sugary ass It was sugar drink. Juice, I, I, so, yeah. I remember always being so excited to get a Fruitopia because it came... I don't know if it was a Coca-Cola product or not, but it came, like, the Dasani... Like, the Dasani-type bottle. Bottles, yeah. yeah. And I remember always being like, yes, I'm going to get a Fruitopia. And I was like, there's one flavor. I couldn't find it, the one flavor I used to always get. And I'd always drink a couple sips and be so into it. And then it would get like kind of warm and I'd be so right. out. And it would just be gross. Yeah. But speaking of that, before you get into, because I know you wanted to talk about other drinks that we have forgotten about over the years. That yeah. may ring nostalgic for us. But why, why are they still making Dasani? The, I don't I, know. I've never met a single person in my life that likes Dasani. It's the worst bottled it's water. It's the worst. I guess they put like salt in it or something. I don't even know what the fuck they do. It, it always had that weird it salty like shit. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. As a, you look at the awful. side of the bottle, it's a bunch of sodium and yeah, it, it tastes awful. I everybody I've met hates it. Nobody feels neutral on it. I've never <laughs> met a, a single person that's even liked it. I've only met people that hate it. Only there, met people that hate it. There I didn't mean time... to go off on this like. Sorry pirate but it doesn't make sense no it's so worth the tire i there's been times where like i've been at a hotel and didn't and wanted a bottle of water and not only are you having to pay like three dollars extra because it's a hotel bottle of water but then it's dasani and you're just like oh fuck like it just sucks yeah i'd rather just not drink yeah (laughs) i'd rather die of thirst how do you mess that up too like how do you mess up a bottle of water oh god yeah or how have you not changed it over all these years of people saying how much they don't like it (laughs) it's been like 20 years of people not liking dasani water damn i might have to get a bottle of dasani water because it's been a long time just i could remember how bad it it is These times, there's so many people hurting for money, yet you just have enough to just fervently spend <laughs> yeah, on shit water. Shit Dasani. <laughs> Can you even buy Dasani outside of vending machines? Probably. I mean, probably. I would never look for it. Me? It's been a blind spot. I would <laughs> right. never know. All right, these are this, this is the list of drinks that some of these you're going to remember, obviously, but some, some I hadn't seen or drank in so long, because I guess I'm an adult now. First right. one, Mondo's. Do you remember this? Oh, Mondo's. So this was definitely that they were like a cheap knockoff of uh, the Kool Aid. Oh yeah, like the the little plastic bottles with the rip off. Yeah, the real rip off thing. top. Yeah. yeah, Mondo's. That that was like the same same deal basically. I right? used to love cooler, Mondo's. I used to lo- love Mondo's too because they had like a little cooler bottle. It was kind of like a Saturn on it. Yeah, it had the it Saturn like thing. Yeah, yeah. No, that was dope. I fucks with Mondo's. I used to like pull off the top and then like suck the juice that that got stuck in the little cap part. A little cap, yeah. Did that with the Kool Aid ones too. Yeah. God, look at these drinks. It's just straight like chemical it, it liquid. Looks, it looks like nothing you should put in your body. I mean, <laughs> blue Mondo looks yeah. like. I don't know why my parents bought this. It looks like nuclear runoff, basically. Right. Anything that that's bright blue shouldn't probably be eaten. That bottle was oh, probably super like a, questionable uh, too. Like, who knows what kind of like all sorts of uh, PBA, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, filled that, with all that toxic plastic chemicals or whatever. That stuff, and th- these bottles definitely didn't biodegrade correctly. But um, all right, the next one was one of my love hate ones. For some reason, I really liked it when I was younger. It was a sports drink called All Sport, and. All- for it. I've never heard of that. It was yeah. Look it up. It's like uh, it was in the like Gatorade slash Powerade 
Uh, oh, so basically got it got muscled out by Gatorade and Powerade. But it wasn't good. Like it had like a weird aftertaste, like a very. Oh, so that, that's why it didn't last. Yeah. I'm looking at a bottle of it right now, and it looks cheap. It, it was like, definitely cheap. It looks yeah, real cheap. A real cheap knockoff of Powerade and it, Gatorade. It definitely had that like salty, like weird aftertaste to it too. I remember it was like kind of like tart yeah. or something. So what they just mixed sugar water with fucking Dasani? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what all sport was. He's Dasani is the base. But Free like B vitamins, electrolytes, potassium, sick. body quencher. Yeah, that, it yeah. looks awful. I would never Somebody, put that stuff in my body. These vending machine pictures are really like the like nostalgia. I feel like vending machines used to be. I don't know. Were they more prevalent, or do I just not pay attention anymore? Vending machines? Um, no, you probably just don't see them at, or like care about them as all. Well. I feel like vending machines haven't really gone anywhere over the past, I, you know, few decades. They're, they're still as prevalent. Some of the vending machines now have Apple Pay or you know like uh, contactless pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super we actually dangerous. have doper, doper f- yeah. types of vending machines than we used to. I'm all we about have, those. We have the cool. Um, like the liquid or the the different drink ones where oh it's yeah that big arm and it like goes all the way up and it comes over and it slides it on the conveyor belt over to you and stuff like that yeah you've got yeah. you can pay with your card on a lot of them now yeah no I I feel like there's still the same amount of vending machines we've just improved technology of them over the past few years definitely or a couple decades another one was surge we all kind of remember that one though. oh yeah they they brought that back did they. Have you I had th- it? Uh, I, I think they brought that back. Or no, they definitely brought it back. I don't know if it's still back, but they definitely brought that back. Because we talked about it on this podcast maybe about a year and a half ago or something like that. Oh, Surge yeah. was great. Surge I, was great. Surge was like Mountain Dew before Mountain Dew was Mountain Dew. Yeah. The high, high caffeine content. Yeah, high caffeine, high sugar, like extreme sports. Fucking let's... <laughs> let's yeah, green... <laughs> Let's rollerblade and skate and all that shit and drink this. The 90s were so into extreme green, like, just go energy. like Yeah, yeah. Like, green, extreme stuff. Uh, Everything weird was green. metal, colored. spiked hair, yeah. spiked gelled and, and frosted tipped hair. Oh, yeah, it's the 90s. The yeah, 90s were sweet. Show. I actually missed the 90s a bunch. I was thinking about them not too long ago. They, they had their pros and cons. Just Pokemon, like all that. You know, yeah. surge stuff though that like you. Th- these are all things extreme, that you appreciated as a kid. Extreme pop tarts. Necessarily, you might not appreciate it as much if you were an adult when these things. Come it actually out. makes sense why everyone's overweight because of all the, like the '90s food. Well, I mean, you're talking about pop tarts. I remember it. They it was a poster big deal when they were they released wild berry pop tarts yeah. now you go to the pop tart section there's 5 million yeah. different types there's of pop tarts it's like s'mores and fudge ones double and chocolate yeah. and double like all sort like cup vanilla cupcake and all like all this shit i love pop tarts even way today i mean i love a good brown sugar brown and sugar, maple yeah. Brown sugar, Pop-Tart, blueberry Pop-Tart. Blueberry is my favorite. Like my favorite, I love a blueberry Pop-Tart toasted so it's just a little crispy brown with like a glass of milk. Uh-huh. It's so fucking good. That's the thing. I eat, so good. I eat those like as a dessert, like a treat as a dessert, not for like breakfast. Like I can't imagine yeah, no, no. like handing that to my kid. Like, but that's what it used to be Here's back breakfast. then. 
Yeah, yeah. So you, don't forget your breakfast. It's a pack of sugar. This, this foil <laughs> pack that you're gonna you know, be fucking crashing by ten a.m. The reason it's in foil is to protect it, <laughs> like from yeah. harmful shit. Even though it is one of the most harmful oh things God. you can yeah. put in your body. Here's your Mondo sugar drink and pop tarts. All right, <laughs> all right. The next one was hugs fruit fruit barrels. Oh man, I love me some hugs. It's a little foil. I've had hugs in a little bit. It's been within the past five years that I've had a hug, and it really? was great. It was delicious. I remember I, I mixed like them with just, the, we had some liquor. Like they, oh, with it. that's a good idea. Yeah, I feel like they would wreck my digestive system. Whenever they, I, they, they will, it's just sugar water. It's sugar water. It's not good for you. We're getting old, like we don't need to be putting more of that stuff in our body as yeah. we're getting older. Hugs <laughs> make me think of uh, the pool, like as a kid, like. Being at the pool with gushers. Yes, hugs just in general like make me think of being a kid. Oh my god, dude. I don't, very kid drink. I don't know how we drink. I don't know how we survived the nineties. Um, I don't know. Toaster strudels, pop tarts, a lot of us hugs. Didn't. A lot of us then. Uh dunkaroos, gushers, fruit by the foot, fruit. I hated dunkaroos. Hated dunkaroos. That's so unfortunate because that was like my favorite. That was the best snack. I- if it someone had that, that oh. frosting that it came with, literally when I was a kid and still to this day, kind of makes me nauseous. Dude, it's funfetti. Straight up makes me nauseous. <laughs> oh, I love that Dunkaroo. I love that Dunkaroo. I would, uh, I'd pay a decent amount of money for a box of Dunks right now. <laughs> would you? Yeah. Would you pay a decent well, What's a decent Well, it only came with like, How much would like you pay 20 bucks, probably. Why would you pay? That, I, again, you... Are throwing your money around and these people I'd probably that pay 30. these people that have no jobs that are struggling to survive off of this twelve hundred dollars stimulus package for for several months and you're wasting money on Dasani and thirty dollar boxes of Dunkaroos, which That's is a, the worst kid snack ever. Dunkaroos, I, I still oh stand by god. that. Oh my god, there's so many worst kid snacks. That I can't think. Like fruit roll-ups are worse than Dunkaroo. No, they're not. Fruits roll-ups were fantastic. No, fruit by the foot was fantastic. Fruit Both roll-ups were, were fantastic. No, fruit roll-ups were awesome. Fruit they by the foot was fantastic. definitely better than fruit roll-ups. Um, I do like the consistency of fruit by the foot more than we need the a consistency poll. of a we need fruit roll-up. But no. sure. yeah, all right. We're gonna have to have the intern well, put up a poll on this one. <laughs> what's what's some more drinks on this list? Um, uh. Guzzlers. Now, I don't remember. No, if no. you remember Guzzlers, they came in a plastic bottle and had like a squeeze top. Another like cheapo drink. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, I remember these. Yeah, those, I do remember the those. Yeah, I'm looking. At you never really wanted a Guzzler. No, <laughs> they did. The best thing about it was they had that snap up and down top. Yeah, yeah. It was more of like a water bottle top. So yeah, that was like pop it back down and yeah. That's that's sh- that was like the week your parents didn't wow. get paid. That's when guzzlers would show up. Wow. Um this Sorry one is to everybody up there out there who grew up on guzzlers. <laughs> uh these ones are still around, but it's more so the, the box form. High C, uh orange lava burst, uh fruit uh uh, juice boxes. Yeah, high C juice boxes, man. Of course, I love some high C juice boxes. I, I like all of these great things. I never forgot about high C juice boxes. Well, that's why I said, and this, these two wanted where someone said to mention too. I don't think anyone forgot about these. I kind of forgot about Tang actually. Tang and Sunny D. <laughs> 
Tang, yeah, that's what uh, astronauts drank when they went to space, right? Uh... Kevin, I totally forgot to talk about, though, um, when we were talking about food. Did you see the Virginia senator that made a tuna melt Yeah. Um, on his, I guess, Instagram page or something? This is the most disgusting, disgusting yeah. thing I've ever seen in my life. And I think you were the one who showed it to me, and it made yeah. me feel. Yeah, for anybody that didn't see, and I don't remember which senator this was, but there was this Virginia senator who... You know, everybody's quarantined and, give, you know, giving out different recipes for this or that or things to do. So he decided to put out this video of him making a tuna melt. And I was offended. I was disgusted. Basically, he takes two slices of white bread, um, about two handfuls of fucking mayo, slathers them Way on too much. Both, both sides. He doesn't even bread. rub it in. No, he just kind of plops it down on there. Oh. Then, then takes the can of tuna, Undrained. opens the can of t- tuna, does not drain it, puts it onto the mayo soupness that's already created on this bread, throws two slices of American cheese on it, and then puts it in the microwave. That is his tuna melt. I was offended. I, he should be removed from office. Yeah. I, I don't trust anybody that makes He didn't even put salt and pepper on the shit. Let alone, uh, let alone mix it up before you put it. Like, there's a million things that I had a problem with, and I, I, I forgot to talk about that. That is something that just astounded me. Where, where would you even discover? Where would you plan to make a tuna melt like that? Nobody, you would not have seen anybody make a tuna melt. Oh, like he that did. He, he, he blamed Canada. He says Canada is the reason. Is all well, he's from Virginia, so fuck that. I don't, I don't. <laughs> believe I, anything that he said. I like I like that guy. It was it was pretty funny. I don't I, I don't like him. That sandwich is god awful. And he I should be I feel as though I've perfected but everyone likes tuna differently because some people like a bunch of mayo, some people like less. I have a more of a problem with him than I do the guy who threw his cat. I I, I do too actually. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> who um how much what's your mayo to tuna ratio? Because I tend to um, err on the side uh, of less mayo. Yeah, I'm less mayo. Yeah, I do like I mean, like I put in a little bit of mayo, and then you can always add in a little bit more. Right. You don't want to go in with too much mayo, so you, yeah, you can't adjust can't, it down yeah. unless you have right. to open up like another can or something like that. But I pop yeah. an old bay in there. I, I guess some old bay. I, in my I, yeah, I put. I use mayo, old bay, a little bit of dill relish. Nice and yeah. um, some diced onions. Yeah, the onions will, yeah, onions will make it. Onions will make it. That's what I put all in my tuna, and I mix it all before I put it on the sandwich. Oh yeah, Jeez. it's not touching the bread unless it's mixed <laughs> no, up. Absolutely not. Otherwise, ew! I can't, uh, that makes me want to vomit too. Just biting yeah, into like that a, sandwich. A tuna tuna melt, like just by face, it shouldn't work. It shouldn't be good. It's just one of those things that, when all together, it does work. But yeah. the way he fucking did it was an abomination. To, I love to tuna fish. <laughs> I, I, I also like tuna fish. I like tuna fish with pretzel crisps. If you get those pretzel crisps. Uh, the pretzel crisp chips. 
chips, the yeah. chips things. Yeah, pretzel those bits. are. Yeah, it's nice. Oh gosh. I mean, I'll fuck with tuna like on anything. I'll just sometimes eat tuna straight. Like I'll make the tuna, but just eat it straight. Trying to cut back on carbs a little bit. Oh yeah, crackers, tortilla chips, um, anything. Yeah, it's very versatile. It's, it's very versatile. It's solid. Good amount of protein, fatty acids, all that good stuff. It's but, yeah, it's um, got omegas. <laughs> yeah. Um, threes and sixes. Jesus Christ. Uh, threes and sixes? Yeah, I believe it has omega three and omega six. Yeah. I didn't know omega six was a thing. Yeah, to be honest the, with you. I knew about omega threes. Let me fact all... check that. I think you might be making something up. No, I think but I'm right. I think, I... I, th- I think we are coming to a close for our podcast this week. Uh, but before we go, we wanted to give our th- recommendation, just a little recommendation where me and Kevin tell y'all something we've been enjoying in our lives, and we want to suggest it to you. It could be anything. It could be movies, TV, books, articles, anything at all that we're enjoying. Um, Kevin, what is your th- recommendation for this week? Like <laughs> Omega. talk about this. <laughs> like Omega-3 fatty acids, Omega-6 fatty, ac- fatty acids, are polyunsaturated fatty acids. The only difference is that the last double bond is six carbons from the omega end of the fatty acid molecule. Omega-6 fatty acids are also essential. So you should so you need to obtain them from your diet. Do you feel it was Oh, there's omega nine too. Do you feel like it was worth going into that? Yes. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Different bonds. You're starting to get into chemistry. All right. My recommendation this week was going to be that documentary that I talked about right at the beginning of the the top of the show, as as it were, Uh Um, which is still good. It's on Netflix. If anyone wants to watch it, it's called Explained. It's like a docu-series, I guess, Um, because they cover different things in different episodes. And... uh, <clears throat> that episode I watched was about pan- pandemics. And it was kind of cool because it, it was interesting watching it from the perspective of they're talking about, because it was filmed a while ago. It came out before all this happened. So it was interesting watching that now that we're in the midst of a pandemic ourselves. Yeah. No, people should definitely go out and check it out. I think I will as well because it's very poignant to what we're going through right now. And I think. It's relatable, yeah. and you can and it's kind short. of just like read that. Yeah, it's um, short, and it's, it, it's narrated by J.K. Simmons. Shout out, J.K. Simmons. Shout out, J.K. Simmons. Uh, he's dope. I do dig him. Uh, my yeah. th- recommendation is the book Sapiens by Yuval oh. Harari. It is basically a hit, like, and it's not a long book, but it's just like a brief history on how Homo sapiens came to be Earth's dominant species. It goes into why we do certain things we do, the connections we need to have, like why we're talkative people, um, the development of us becoming on two feet and what that meant, and just kind of development from of sapiens to the point that we've gotten here now. And it's a really cool read. I only just started reading it, but... Um, it's it's been awesome so far it's been really knowledgeable about different things that it's going into and it's kind of thought-provoking and kind of can explain some things that we think about ourselves or didn't know about ourselves like the one part really delves into how we and it's poignant for now is how we need to talk to people how we like gossip 
like everybody likes gossip and everybody likes talking like it's just like a thing that we've always done and it's just kind of part of us and that's part of what made us the most dominant species on earth but it's a it's just a cool read interesting yeah i thought so um but yeah i guess that'll do it for us this week make sure you rate review and subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, spotify or google play and hit us up on the social medias you know thread lads on instagram last thread on twitter and if you have any lines you want to drop any questions comments concerns you want to tell us about anything we love hearing from you so email us listeners at threadlabs.com kevin did you want to have anything to or did you want to say anything to people before we get out of here stretch people make sure you're stretching and walking around while you're at home in quarantine uh, stretching is something I need to do more. I've been like doing some workouts, but I don't stretch nearly enough. I need to get that flexibility back. Yeah, but... stretching is important. <laughs> Very important. Got to keep limber while we're in here cooped up in our houses. But that's Kevin O'Connor. I'm Justin Dorsey, and this has been the Thread Lads Podcast. Thread Lads.